0: Grandma, is it one that I know?
1: Oh, no, I wouldn't think so. My story is about a magical place where many sorts of different creatures live together in peace. Like Cleveland? I hear they have nice school districts. Well, actually, the place I'm speaking of is called Halloween Town, and the residents are a bit more exotic. You can't tell what's in a monster's heart just by looking at them. I mean, sometimes some of the slimiest, raunchiest, ugliest little monsters turn out to be the nicest. Oh, I want to go there!
0: Welcome to the junk drawer.
2: Is it on the Google Doc? We're, we're
0: not done with this is, Samurai. This is cocktail. This is a Samurai pod now. This is Samurai pod. Can
1: you put your kimono I need away? You re- oh, i upset when they had all the text, They were like literally had to tell NATO, by the way,
0: this is for a movie. I Which if also seems like the easiest cover-up to start a war. Right? <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I do know plants pretty well. But I don't think if you dropped me, I would be like, That's a cocaine player. Like, what is he, a botanist on the side? Cause we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have.
1: It's finally time to open the junk drawer. Ooh, 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 ooh. happy Halloween. I hate that.
2: that. Was that Santa? I don't
1: know. (laughs) What do you want to say, little friend? (laughs) Sit on this lap. I'll tell you it's the real deal. You
2: can't pull me on your lap and say I need this.
1: Well, ho, ho, boo, I'm Santa Ghost.
2: <laughs> what movie are we doing today?
1: Well, first of all, let's just address the elephant in the room. Okay. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And we thought, what better way to celebrate Hallow's Eve? By reviewing than by... a shit movie. Uh, settle down. Let's just be real here for a second. It's okay. not that at all. Uh, in fact, it's probably the, probably the starting point Halloween movie for all of us. That's true. Uh, and so we want to return to our roots tonight by returning to 1999's Halloween Town. Yes, 1998, sir. sorry. 1998's Halloween Town.
2: Where we used to like shit movies, yes.
1: I, How dare you? You are well, hard to like.
2: I am too hard. Disagreeable. Love. You don't understand. I started this company. Man, I think you I. You know a... how much I sacrificed? That's too up. It's okay.
0: In fact, not to spoil
1: the movie, I think I have a great job for you, Halloween Town. It's called The Mayor.
2: We haven't even introduced the movie
1: yet. Boom
0: roasted, boom the mayor roasted. Mayor sucks. He's the bad guy. I Spoiler would love alert:
1: to be the mayor. Well, if you've been waiting for this long, I he gets to am sleep thankful. with anyone he
2: wants to.
0: <laughs> the DCOM,
1: the Disney Channel original movie, yes. and it is wonderful. It is. it is wonderful to return to Halloween Town, both in the movie sense of returning to it year after year after year, but both also as just a human being, as an adult a now, human. returning to Halloween Town. Uh, So, like I said, it came out in 1998. It was directed by Dwayne Dunham. I love him. And now, who are you? And um, I'm Cole Brown, and uh, I am not a human tonight. I'm a bit of a... (laughs) Santa Claus? Exactly.
2: I'm Mario Rico. I am a human. I will be the only human being speaking realistically about this film. Just keep that in mind.
0: I'm Bryce. I'm half human. Attaboy. You half, human, half Warlock. Actually, that would be Mudblood. We're going to go
1: Harry Potter there. That's
2: true. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Which
1: we won't, because Harry Potter's got nothing on this Halloween scare. Oh,
2: well, that's horrible.
1: At an hour and 21 min- 24 minutes, this movie is incredible. Way too long. Let's start by going through what we always start with, where we talk about our personal ratings okay. uh, before we get into the Metacritic score. So, starting with you, Mario, it sounds like you have lots to say <laughs> and really positive notes to say, what is your personal rating for this movie? Okay,
2: so when you chose a Halloween-themed movie, I begged you not to choose something scary
0: because I hate <laughs> horror. But Mission accomplished. Well, I was going to say you <laughs> failed because
2: this movie is terrifying. Uh, no, but as I started to watch this, I thought, oh, fuck. This is one of the most boring experiences of my life. It, I know it's a kid's movie. And you got to look at it through that lens, but I couldn't. It's rough. It's hard to watch. My kids are going to grow up watching Rocky and... The Godfather and Apocalypse Now, you know, kid stuff. But this was, oh, God, I want to burn Halloween Town to the ground.
1: Do you remember what it was like to be a child?
2: I used to like it as a kid, and now I'm like, I want to go back in time and beat the crap out of myself.
1: Mm, Yeah.
2: I'm going to give it a solid 8%. Yikes.
1: 8?
2: It's bad.
1: 8%!
2: There's no plot. They take an hour and seven minutes to build (gasps) the plot.
1: No, that's not right. It's
2: bad. Don't watch this as an adult. I hope
1: you have 92% of things to fix. Uh, I do. I
2: have 94% of things to fix.
1: And he's also bad at math.
0: Oh, I forgot about that part. (laughs) Uh, Bryce, what do you think about this movie? So, I mean, obviously... It's not a movie. Going into it, you have to appreciate that it is obviously a movie targeted at children. And knowing that, it is a good kids' movie. It checks all the boxes of a kids' movie. Any great kids' movie has this plot that is revolved around like, Maybe there's something super extra special about me that I didn't know about. And so that's what we get from Marnie in the movie. She gets off to this Halloween town. The plot's pretty simple because children have to be able to follow it. Um, it gets right into the... A lot of
2: continuity errors.
0: It, get, it gets right into the story, which is what a lot of kids' movies do, but is like very refreshing compared to a movie that takes 45 minutes to get into anything.
2: No character development.
0: <laughs> there isn't very much character development. Character's often very static in children's movies. Sucks. But... Also like you get like a little bit of something and it's like it's almost like they expect kids to be smarter it's like we're going to show you this one part of the character and we expect you to remember that for the whole movie and uh, anyway I gave it a 75 it's a that's, that's too equivalent high. to 3 out of 4 stars which is what this movie is Oh my for god let me movies. ask
2: you this you said good kids movie I'm going to name a couple movies here you tell me they were good or not Kay. okay same company Disney Yes Moana
0: Moana's great
2: Great Toy Story
1: Great. I argue you're, you're Hang in the on. wrong category here. This is not the same company, so to speak. It is. There's a difference between Disney Channel, the the studio producing movies for theater,
0: and this is a Disney Channel original movie for television. Same IP. And I would rate... Or same no, company, same sorry. Same company. I would company. Rate Toy Story and Moana higher than a 75. That would be in oh, the 90s.
2: But I'm saying those are good kids' movies. Yeah, That's what are, it takes to make a good movie.
0: Those are excellent kids' movies. Top tier.
2: This <laughs> belongs in a dumpster fire.
0: You're wrong i think
1: you're highly inaccurate i think even just for like again it this is i'd rather show my kids daredevil well then they would have nothing to laugh about because that movie is just perfect 80 <laughs> percent perfect uh for me <laughs> i look back on this movie and i think i was fearful watching it thinking okay i'm gonna watch this movie scaly I was <laughs> i was nervous of being scaly uh, but I was also just a little nervous that like, oh, a adult version of me is going to look at this and really not enjoy it. Like I did. Um, but for whatever reason, it didn't play that way for me. I really enjoyed watching this again. And I don't know that it's necessarily been, like, I think it's probably been a decent time since I've seen it the last time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But there was enough nostalgia of like seeing it for the first time as a kid and just the whole aspect of the Disney Channel original movie series that just each year, they were, each month at certain points, they'd come out with new movies. That for me it was kind of just solidified as like, okay, I already know what I'm gonna get when I watch it from a plot line standpoint, from a character standpoint, that when I get to return to, it, I just get to almost kind of reminisce about the good old days. And so I loved it. I, I, I enjoyed yeah. every bit of watching the hour and whatever it was, twenty hour minutes 24. that it was. Hour twenty four minutes. And I agree with Bryce's understanding of the movie that <laughs> that uh I think at times it feels funny that the plot advances so quickly. Yeah, like it goes you feel like quick. You're like, oh yeah. wait, is this already happening? Because they
2: forgot that they were making a movie and then along the way, they're like, oh, we should probably wrap this up.
0: No, they, they get you into Halloween Town like 10 minutes into the movie and you're like, yes. Exactly. I don't want to spend any time on Earth. I want to be in Halloween Town. Exactly. So all that to say, my personal rating is an 80.
1: Oh wow. my fuck. There are, and I, it, the movies you listed, I think are better kids' movies. Yes, I'm not saying this is better than Toy Story. I would rate Toy Story higher than an 80. But as far as like, my nostalgia the Halloween time like again all of that I think this is a great movie I want to read to you a review
2: that was happening contemporaneously as I'm watching the movie I texted my brother I said Cold chose Halloween Town so this isn't
0: a real review this is your review
2: Cold (laughs) chose Halloween Town for the pod it's fucking horrible
0: enlightening thank you for sharing that with us is that Roger
1: Ebert or (laughs) (laughs) next Oh, that's you texting your brother, yeah. who also oh. doesn't like good movies. Okay, <laughs> don't you
2: dare call this a good movie.
1: Exactly. Uh, so my favorite thing, maybe this is actually could have been a tidbit, uh, is that when we reveal the Metacritic score right here, it doesn't exist for this movie. Because it's is, not a real movie. Which is incredible. It, the, literally on Metacritic.com,
0: it has... Well, the, also, truthfully, it kind of sort of isn't a real movie, because it's a made-for-TV movie, yeah. which are kind of in their own category of existence. Right. So its Metacritic score is TBD, which, which is
1: well, no, not that. Um, but if we want to go with just the IMDb score, it is a 6.8 out of 10. So I'm um, closest. I said 8. No. You, 68. Uh-uh, I said 8 <laughs> Me, baby. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. it says Bryce 6.8. Be closest. Taking it home again. Bow, bow, bow. Um, but Let's get into it. So we always start then after we talk about hearing the Metacritic score, which didn't exist this time, but we're hearing 6.8. Now that we've kind of talked amongst ourselves, do y'all still, are you still sure with your answer?
2: Yes.
0: 8%. I can't watch this. You anymore. are being a bit unreasonable.
2: I'm being extremely unreasonable. Am I, <laughs> am I being, in my no, I would definitely give it a, the real score I'd give it probably is a 68. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think i should get closest oh, to the bid. Oh, you'd be
1: close to the bid. that's good, that's wow. good. There's a lot
2: of it that I, I enjoyed as a, remembering enjoying as a kid, like the world building, I thought that was cool, Yeah. and we used to play Halloween Town all the time. As an adult, it's just, it was harder for me to get into the nostalgia shoes, if you will, because I didn't love this movie, it wasn't like watching, like I referenced Toy Story. or Like Toy Story is still a great movie, but it was hard for me to step back into that because I didn't love it as a kid. I liked it. So did you
1: have decoms that you loved.
2: Oh yeah, Brink, baby.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you, know, you returned to Brink, you think you would? It would you I would escape. respect
2: it for more. But that's funny you said that because I did really. This was one of my top ones as a kid. But watching it as an adult, I was like, I just can't, can't do it. I would have rather watched something scary like Five Hundred Days of Summer because <laughs> it's <was> so realistic. <laughs> so yeah i was really harsh my real score probably be like a 41
1: yeah i mean a peek behind the mask is that when i got the chance to choose our halloween episode i was like nervous to go with what i would choose because i threatened to
2: quit if you did something scary
1: well because i'm the same way me and mario both do not like being scared it's not a sentiment or a feeling that i enjoy feeling and so i texted the guys i was like oh should we choose between these two movies the two movies were halloween town and the strangers and I've seen the Strangers. It scared the crap out of me. You never
2: gave us the choices. You told us about it. Thank God you didn't,
0: though.
1: But like, it's just you kind of funny to also strangers. recognize that this podcast could have gone super the opposite
0: direction. Could have been a very different podcast. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been on. That. I would have been the only person who watched it. Yeah, I, that's
2: the only horror movie, one of three that I've seen in my life, and it. I couldn't sleep for weeks. It's,
0: it's I just don't do real
1: life scary. So Halloween Town is a perfect level for me, where this it's just enjoyable. It's not scary at all. The
2: acting scary. The plot is scary. <laughs> that piece is scary.
1: So, with all those things being scary, Mario, what was your efficient fix?
2: My efficient fix, again, it would be the plot. I just, what bothered me watching it as an adult is they build this world and they spend a little too much time, like, doing the cutesy things, like going to the ice cream shop, shopping for the broom, uh, meeting Luke. And the plot really doesn't take off until the mom gets there and you meet the mayor and you instantly know, oh, the mayor's gonna be bad. Um, and then. It's just this movie theater, and he kidnaps people and sucks their soul essentially, like like a Dementor. And then the face-off at the end is they say a spell at him, and then he blows up. Like it was like I tracked it. It was a, an hour and seven minutes into the movie before the action, so to speak, started, and there was only what sixteen minutes left in the movie.
1: Well, have you ever seen Argo?
2: Yes, it's a phenomenal film.
1: Yeah, there's only action in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, but it's
2: perfectly acted. Don't compare this to an Oscar winner.
1: I feel like
0: Kimberly J. Brown really acted I think, the yeah. hell out of this movie. <laughs> I think so, too. Who? Is
2: that the mom? <laughs> no,
1: this
0: no, is the girl, <laughs> the main character. Mar- Margo? Marnie. 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 What about um, you, Bryce? What was your fi- efficient fix? And
2: the brother. His The lines of dialogue. Did I think that was funny as a kid?
0: I just want to punch is, him in the face. The brother exists to be, and he is too obnoxious. Cause you're like, come on, man. Like, no kid ever in the no. history of the world has ever been this much of a suck-up to their mom. <laughs> like, consistently He's a across the board. He sucks. <laughs> He's supposed to, but he
1: does. Right, like I think that is an aspect of it being truly a children's movie and having to see it through that filter is like things like the brothers' recurring jokes of always saying, like, super like. Adultish things like mature statements of like oh this is not I'd responsible i'd rather watch
2: a national geographic movie
1: exactly i think to a certain point Fucking like for kid. a kid <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my god for a kid's movie it's like you got to understand like they're just going to take a character trope and just keep it the same yeah. and they're going to basically take that joke to the extreme with that one
0: character what's the
2: little daughter's name
0: sophie sophie what
2: did the mayor call her
0: soapy so oh i
2: couldn't tell i'm like no. Why are they correcting him? He's right.
0: (laughs) No, he's saying soapy. He's
2: like a poor man's Henry Winkler. Is it Henry Winkler? Gene Winkler? Henry
0: Winkler is the Fonz.
2: Oh, I'm not Henry Winkler. I'm sorry. Not even close. Oh, what's his name? Willy Wonka.
0: Gene Wilder. Gene
2: Wilder, not Henry (laughs) Winkler.
1: Gene Wilder. (laughs) He's
2: a poor man's Gene Wilder.
1: Sure. (laughs) But yeah, there's definitely a couple of those like, and this is, maybe this is a part of my, I'll just go before Bryce, I guess, but a part of maybe my efficient fix would be there's some of those tropes that are definitely children's movie specific that would. Play off better if you know, if maybe in a more mature audience. Like, I don't know that this plot has to change, but maybe some of the ways that the plot advances would change. Um, so, specifically, they pull up to Halloween Town, and the funniest thing that this movie that I was watching and I was thinking is the music tells you how you feel mm-hmm. oh, because God, exactly you're happy when the music's happy, but then they do this one shot where it's behind like a, a thing of curtains looking out to like the floor yes. below. And it gets super ominous music. Yep. And I go, oh, I bet they're introducing the bad guy here. There
0: is no subtlety. There's no that's subtlety. that's a kid's movie.
1: And then the the next scene after hearing the ominous music is you get introduced to the mayor. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's the bad guy. <laughs> were, we, were we that dumb as kids? <clears throat> yes. I think I was.
2: I was, re- I was watching a National Geographic video.
1: Is there just a lot of really poor camera work? Um, and, and I don't mean that like just be like, I don't know, like a stickler. But just they do like... Un- get that
2: stick out of here? <laughs>
1: They do unnecessary close-ups on so many people (laughs) where it's this super, super tight shot of one person talking and then it cuts to another person's super tight shot, (laughs) that person talking. And it feels like almost kind of soap opera shooting style, like just very like, why am I this close to this person's face? Uh, And so there's like, that's like my one real nitpick is there's just times where I'm like, I just need to be like a little bit further back from this watching it.
0: Also though, that's a little bit like of a nineties, like trend kind of thing, more than just poor camera work. Because I remember... I recently re Silence of the Lambs, which is an excellent movie, which would have been a great one for this, but it's actually would really watched, good. Wouldn't <laughs> Mario wouldn't have been able to watch it. Nope. Um, and I remember thinking the same thing, like, the camera is always so close up in these characters' faces. Like, this can't be good, but, like, the reviews of the movie are talking about how great the direction was. So I think it's just, like, a that, very, like, 90s yeah. 90s That's style. That's kind of like
2: the same thing in Triple <clears> X. <throat> Not the Vin Diesel one, the online version.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of I close
1: camera cool. work. Cool. What about you, Bryce? What's your efficient fix?
0: Here's what I need. I I need at some point in the entire movie for the main character to successfully use magic. Yes! (laughs) Which doesn't happen. No! (laughs) So it's a little bit, we referenced Harry Potter a couple times already.
2: No, not Harry Potter. (laughs)
0: It's a little bit like Harry Potter in that Sophie, the little girl, does everything, much like Hermione does everything for Harry Potter in those books and movies literally i can't think of a time where marnie successfully uses magic throughout the entire movie even her brother gets static electricity fingers she gets literally nothing yeah marnie sucks yeah my only counter to that is i think they even spelled out that she should have been
1: had begun her training far sooner right that like 13 years old was like almost supposed to represent like the end of her training bar mitzvah so maybe they do that but yeah i'm with you like there is no scene where she actually displays magic which kind of stinks for a magic movie yeah you almost had to get those in the later ones Halloween
0: town 2 all that kind of stuff because oh I think sequels. I saw Halloween town 2 more as a kid and like I think she does do a lot of magic in there but like in this movie as I was watching I was like does she ever use magic
2: did you guys struggle to watch it because it was in low res it wasn't high def uh
0: no because that's what it looks like
2: yeah but it, to me I, I I couldn't adjust I was like oh my god this is what we used to watch
0: yeah that's that's just what it used to be dog. It, HD is a new thing or yeah. 480 whatever it was 410. Right um what about what about what's just y'all's best scene from the movie uh i think my favorite scene like and we talk about it in the context of like what would you show someone to be like you should watch this movie is when they sneak into the werewolf salon to try and get the werewolf hair uh there's just a lot of fun stuff going on in there uh they show up the werewolf is pretty funny he's like criticizing his helpers or whatever yeah, uh, she's a prune. You gotta, you gotta. She's not a bush. You gotta. She picks up the hair dryer thing and it's just gonna be a hair dryer, and it's a flamethrower. It's, right. It's a fun scene, and then they steal his hair and get out. How oh, fun! Like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it was it's fun, fun to fun, watch. Is it?
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what I would choose when the mom's yelling at them that they'll never get to celebrate Halloween, and then makes them go to bed. I thought that was very appropriate of her, because Halloween sucks. No. Yeah. I would choose when they get to Halloween Town. I mean, that's the whole movie. It really is the whole movie. The plot at the end with the bad guy is forced in there. You really just want to see this world. Um, I don't think there was enough
1: diversity.
2: Like, they had, like, three different types of monsters, and they just over... Like, the gym scene, there was, like, dog people?
1: Well, I thought they had lots of types of monsters. They just had one of every type. So, like, you wouldn't see, like, a group of skeletons walking. You'd see just one skeleton. You'd see one zombie. You'd see one werewolf.
2: And then I'd probably end the scene when they get in the skeleton cab. McAvoy, the skeleton driver. Fun fact: He was an animatronic. Yep, he was a robot. Good for a Disney.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. Back to Bryce's scene of the werewolf salon. The most rabbit trail aspect of me watching this movie was me thinking I sounded that his voice sounded familiar. Tracing that trail all no, the way. No, he definitely
2: through. does. I can't picture him.
1: So oh, I. I oh, he's in it, Friends. He might be in Friends. Yeah. But he, I thought he was the voice of Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch, the like tall alien, not the big yeah. alien, who is actually voiced by Kevin McDonald. But when I watched it, I was like, that sounds like this guy's voice. And I traced it and traced it and traced it. It's not that. I just wanted to share that as bonus information. It's not Kevin McDonald.
0: We want to share a fact that is not correct. (laughs) Exactly. Um,
1: I think my favorite scene is just their arrival to Halloween Town. Obviously, that's a big part of the movie. But you get a lot of just the jokes that happen with getting to finally play at it. So you get the cabbie driver with the skeleton talking about... I just had my lunch. It's a filet of fish. Ah, like I, I get all that. I love all that. So I would yeah. definitely just show the scene of them, those first steps into Halloween town, um, especially because that's when you get this, maybe as a kid, you didn't see it as clearly, but you get this menacing reveal of the bad guy being the mayor and how creepy it becomes because then he's like very nice to the kids. You know, at first that you get this sense of man, who is this guy for real? And so I loved it. I love that scene. That's the scene I would show and share. What about in the opposite
0: category? What's the worst scene? What scene to y'all breaks this movie? I think for me, and it's just like stereotypical kids movie thing, but the end, once they've defeated Calabar and they're having like the celebration, it's just too cheesily sweet that I'm like, come on. And they're like, oh, mom, you can come stay with us now. And she's like, cool, I'll train Marnie. And mom, the mom's like, no, I'll train her myself. And you're like, this is... <laughs> A bit much, and it, it's because it's a kid movie, and it has to have a almost too sweet—not almost. It's definitely too sweet ending. But like, once they defeated Calabar, I'm like, all right, good, I got it. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for this movie <laughs> to be over now. Oh, wait, yeah. I, got it.
2: I think my worst scene was oh god when they encounter Jake, the cool guy, and they're at the broom shop, and she says some snarky comment like I don't. He like asks her out of date, and she goes, "What does she say?" St-
1: she literally says something to the effect of like. I'm. I i do not know if I can go on the date because all I can smell right now is the Chee- big cheese. Yeah, he goes. I'm kind of the big cheese around here. I have some important, fr- powerful friends.
2: I can you. I can smell your cheese from under. You're from under
1: cheese. <laughs> yeah, she didn't say all that.
2: From under your nuts. Um, no, none anyways, of that. Said it's
1: a children's movie again. Then they get
2: on the broom and fly away in the worst green screen action I've ever seen. It was just tough to watch. It's
1: 1998. I
2: know, and the brooms look like you buy them at the Dollar Tree.
1: You are the worst.
2: It was rough. Oh, it was bad. And I hated that that guy who sold her the broom. Hey, we want. He's like an Elvis impersonator. You know this was made for kids. God, kids suck. Gosh, you are the worst. Kids deserve to watch interesting things like National Geographic and Schindler's List. Schindler's List. (laughs) Yeah. Taken, all the William Neeson things.
1: All of us. Well, actually For me, my worst scene I think is similar to Bryce's. Um there's just some resolution things that I don't need that they give you in the movie that I just don't need. Um <laughs> and so definitely the ending is is certainly too sweet. Something that happens before that is there's just these over the top comments from Marnie to mother, her mother, I don't know why I said it that way, but to her mom. Basically, like she says these things like, Oh, like you just want us to grow up to be vegetables. Why don't I just go ahead and plant my roots here? Like all these like just very tried lines. The worst one for me is when she goes up and they meet the mayor in the mayor's office. And they're like, she, he like makes the dead rose become a living rose and hands it to her. And the mom says like, oh, you've always let your magic speak more than your words and like that. And like the boy's like, oh, what's happening? And Marty says this as he leaves the room, she goes, I hope you know I'm not gonna call him dad. It's like, what? that's like so- <laughs> Even adamant- if there's a fire. It made me think of like, did Step Right. Yeah, I know. Did they get that from Halloween Town? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she sucks. But, she, needs a,
2: she needs a slapping in the beginning. Wow. She wow, is talking back to her mom wow. horribly. She is very disrespectful. Wow.
1: Yeah. I don't know they'll invite you for our next children's movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my worst thing. She literally scene.
2: said, quote, verbatim Fuck you, mom. I hate you. You're the worst. Nope
1: that never happened. Who knew Halloween town would be our most explicit episode? <laughs> you yeah. killed dad. I did not I did not see that coming. We don't know what
2: happened to the dad. Did he get div- did he divorce? He
1: just died.
2: We don't know that.
1: Yes. So the next few segments I'm really excited about because there, there are specific segments to Halloween town the movie that I'm eager to talk about. The first one I'm going to do my best uh, whatever accent this was. But you get this scene where they're traveling Halloween town the kids and they hop on the bus.
2: Oh, it's very it's, it's very racist. It's it's, like, great. it's
1: Brooklyn Jew. I don't know that it's Brooklyn Jew.
2: It's a Jewish guy.
1: I'm just going to go with, it's a goblin on the bus. That's my goblin on the bus voice. But he goes, <clears throat> I mean, I raise a demon on the underworld, and they say, big deal. I saw the same thing on Jamie Spinger. <laughs> and so you yeah, have these lines where I catch them now as an adult that I never caught as a kid. And so what about from this movie that maybe stuck out to you all this time watching through that you're like, wow, I'd never really caught that before. And you can use that line. I mean, if you want, if that's your answer. But what are, what are yeah. some things that maybe you're like,
2: Huh? I wrote, it's uh, what I caught was it sucks, um, but what I actually caught was, I thought it was kind of funny, she gets off, the grandma gets off the bus when she returns, I don't know her character's name, uh, the grandma,
0: Aggie. Aggie Aggie gets
2: off the bus and she runs into her friend and her friend's like, would you like a muffin? I made him for the headless shelter and then I realized they can't eat them because they don't have any heads or something like that and I was like, oh, that's kind of offensive. But it was, so uh, who? To who? People without people, heads? Yeah, no, it was funny though. <laughs> I, I chuckled. I did laugh at the, at the quote you had because I remember thinking, wow, Disney, little racist.
0: Yeah, um, mine wasn't like a specific quote or anything. I just thought it was funny that <laughs> they get in to Halloween town and all, all, obviously all of the extras are people in costumes. Like I understand that. But some of them are in like monster costumes. But then I think they ran out of monster costumes because there's some people that are just like legit in normal costumes. <laughs> yeah, like
2: There's a guy with a drum.
0: There's like a one woman who's just in like a Marie Antoinette costume. I'm like, <laughs> she was just a real person. <laughs>
1: Like, exactly, what is happening. <laughs> or the few people that for every reason just got the shaft where they only got a mask. Yeah. Yes. Like a super eyes. in <laughs> like just this huge head mask of a goblin, and then he's just a normal human body everywhere else. <laughs> yes. Oh, Everybody
0: no. at the gym was that.
1: The, yeah. the eye
2: makeup wasn't good on like any of them because they had like regular eyes and there was like a gap around the iris or the whatever this part of your eye is called, the socket area. Yeah. And then the makeup started. And it was like, oh, they don't want their makeup to run in the eye.
1: So yeah, there's definitely some of those little things that you definitely just catch as an adult that I would say are like just little nitpicky things like, I'm going to get really nitpicky here. So when they go into the mayor's office, you get the scene of a crow in a cage.
2: It's like animatronic crow.
1: Yeah, I don't get why they wouldn't have just used a crow. Yeah. <laughs> Crows exist. They, they'll, they'll, they'll do calls <laughs> on command. They're smart birds. <laughs> but it's so bad that you can legitimately see like the arm that's meticulating the <laughs> crow to move. That one's really bad when the dentist pulls the vampire's tooth. Yeah. You can just see the colored the real tooth, tooth that's just behind it. Just, <laughs> just like slightly charcoal color to help it, quote, blend in so that you can't see it. But oh, my gosh. Those ones are bad. Yeah. So I think my favorite, like, just this time watching it line is the one I shared of like, you know, uh, oh, the, you know, these guys are basically talking about how they try to scare kids and it's not going well. The kids aren't scared anymore. And the guy says, you know, I try to scare them. I, I raise demons from the underworld. They say, I've seen that on Jerry Springer. That's probably, like, my favorite one. Another one that I definitely noticed for the first time this time is they have to get sweat from a ghost, Uh, and so they go into, like, this, like, underground gym facility, and the guy's, like, in, like, this iron lung-type machine, basically, as a ghost. It's like a sauna, but it's, like, iron lung also. It's, like, ridiculous. I guess it's a real thing. Uh, But she cranks up the heat on him, and he's talking, and she starts, like, little Sophie puts on the ghost outfit with a sheet and goes, like, ooh. He's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, phony funny, funny, yeah, make fun of my stereotype, like, da-da-da-da. And then he just says something that's, like, not all that crazy, but he just goes, he's like, just because we're transparent doesn't mean we don't have feelings.
2: <laughs> and that uh, when you when they go into the theater and they see the people that are, like, their souls are sucked out, it's really bad prop work. It's just, like, dummies, like, sitting in chairs. And then at the end, like, it's the woman, she gets close to her friend, Agatha, I think her name was, maybe, and you can tell it's just a fake person. I was like, don't zoom nope. in on it.
1: The opposite. Oh, yeah. Agatha. Sorry. So Agatha, whatever her friends was named. Um, Agatha is the, the grandma, grandma. Oh, sorry, sorry. 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 So whenever her friend was named, yeah, you, yeah. you see her and it's definitely a robot or like Area, just a bad problem. Yeah. But you remind me another one that's bad. Like, <laughs> this is another one that like the technology existed. So I don't know why they wouldn't just do this. Because the budget. No. This, is, this one would have no effect on the budget. But there's scenes where Mother and Agatha are frozen. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be. Yeah. But they show them on camera still moving but they're supposed to be like it's because they can't sit still enough (laughs) i don't understand why they wouldn't just go to a freeze frame like why would they just cut to them a shot of them freeze the frame so they are actually frozen not moving but you get the scene of agatha played by debbie reynolds where literally she like has her hand like outstretched like pointing in the direction and you just see her hand just moving so subtly (laughs) behind the shot it's like is she frozen or is she just not good at keeping her hands like still? It's like kids
2: making a movie and trying to do the effect. <laughs> yeah. I was. Uh, it reminds me, when we were kids, we used to make home movies. And we did Star Wars like Star Wars movie. And we did the scroll, the the text. It was me holding a piece of paper that we wrote out. And I was hiding behind it. I, like, during the, we played on the boom box, the theme song. And I'm like, don't get me in it. Don't get me in <laughs> And at the end, I'm like, God, God, you can see it raising above my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ba-ba-ba-ba-> Mario's face. <laughs> <laughs> Our handwriting, cray. Cut me out.
2: <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any any software.
1: So love that. Another section we got here that I'm excited about is uh, I can't hear you. I seem to have a lollipop in my ear. Uh, and you get this scene where the mayor is talking to Sophie, and he keeps calling her Sophie. Sophie. Uh, but he pulls out a lollipop and he tries to hand it to her, and Sophie, like a very responsible child getting handed candy from a stranger. She goes, no, thank you. And it came from his fucking ear. And the mayor just kind of makes it disappear again. He's like, oh, okay. But what I noticed as an adult, maybe this could have been in the last section as well, is just noticing all of the irresponsible decisions that happen throughout this movie when you watch it as an adult. So what is it for you guys
0: that's the most irresponsible decision made in this movie? There is one huge, massively huge one. And it's the premise of the whole movie. But it's this mother never once mentioning to her daughter that her daughter is, like, an immensely powerful witch. And then just, like, being like, Mom, like, why are you keep bringing that up? like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you not tell her? Is she powerful? Because she doesn't use any magic. Well, she would be. Apparently, they're the most powerful witches in existence. And she said that you also displayed powers like Sophie did when you were younger. Right, but then she lost them, apparently. So it's like, why 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 not mention that? Why not bring it up one time? Like, what are we doing? It doesn't make it easy. Like, it's such a kids movie thing of like, yeah, parents like want to hide this stuff from you. And it's like, no, they don't. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I thought it was weird. When the grandma can only come once a year on Halloween,
2: no one's asking questions. The mom's never sat the kids down and made up a story. Hey, grandma hates dad. She, we, we can't have her in the house. She thinks he's the worst we don't know what happened to dad by the way
1: um, they do that subtly like there's a conversation with the kids where the where the son goes like they always fight and that's why we only see her once a year right they assume it's because they're not in a great relationship i don't know that they yeah so they I get yeah it. for me i think <laughs> there's a couple of them that are all just like in a slew of just irresponsible decisions and again it's part of it's like it's a kids movie and so i guess they just get to be was this
2: made for kids Is this made for kids
1: uh, but you know, the age ranges is like something like she's 13 and then I would guess her brother's like somewhere around 10 or 12, maybe not 12, but 10. And then Sophie is probably like five-ish or six-ish. I think with these kids all being in relatively young age, you just watch it. You're like, none of these are things that I would hope that any 13 year old with two younger siblings would be doing on their own. So they get into a taxi with somebody they don't know in a the town they don't know to go to a place a they never never been before. Skeleton taxi. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll do it. But my most irresponsible decision is when she buys her broom with her grandma and then she goes grandma can I you know can we try it and her grandma takes her up right then just on a broom with two people she's never flown before grandma's obviously probably flown a lot so maybe grandma can catch her if she falls but all I'm picturing is an adult is what happens when marty falls from this broom right now like, <laughs> is grandma like quick enough to go down there and get her or you know it just seems nah,
2: grandma doesn't have she's lost a few steps
1: she has lost a few steps. Yeah, she
2: was alive when Merlin was around.
1: Actually, I'm going go all the way back to my worst scene right now because I just realized what is the worst scene when Mag when Agatha has the battle with what's his name? Calabar. Calabar. Calabar? When she has the battle with Calabar, he's throwing spells at her, but they for some reason let her juke them instead yeah. of just doing She's like a, instead of letting her just do a witch like <laughs> deflect, like a wand deflect. It's
2: like when they threw the shoe at she George She doesn't have a wand. When they threw the shoe at George but, W. Bush. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I want from her is just like to put up her hand and you see just a little bit of magic energy absorb or something or deflect. Yeah. But what, why would they let a grown old woman do a juke? <laughs> she had her Kyrie's on too. She was quick. She's you know quick.
2: why? Because they got lazy and they're like, that's more editing for us.
1: I can't believe y'all are doubting. Debbie Reynolds, That's <laughs> <my ideas. laughs>
2: just just fucking dodge.
1: Well, I saw quick. her. In, she's in Singing in the Rain.
0: She's moving pretty yeah. quick there. Is she really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow, why would she do this movie <clears throat> after being in a masterpiece like that?
0: Well, Debbie Reynolds is all of my tidbits, but we can hold off okay, on that when yeah. you
1: dive into it. Last section before we kind of get into our other rest of our sections. What is the best job in Halloween Town? So you get introduced to a few things like the mayor, you get introduced to a Yeti who runs the ice cream shop. I don't want to say any more in case I steal them, but what is the best job in Halloween Town?
0: I think the broom salesman is the best job. Just because like he kind of has like this used car salesman vibe, only he's not like super sleazy it's almost
2: like that was intentional
0: yeah i mean it was <laughs> just, but he, he's not like super sleazy he's just trying to sell people brooms it seems like a fun job compared to like a lot of the other jobs are very like pedestrian like hairdresser ice cream salesman it's like those are jobs that really exist i'm interested in the job that doesn't really exist so oh, like like, fine brooms that. that's true
2: i thought i i mean this isn't the best job but i thought he was the best character the cab driver
1: the yeah. cabbie the yeah seller. i mean talking about job security you're the only taxi driver in the whole town right in the whole world. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if I uh, got to hold a job, I would want to be the mayor, but I would not obviously want to be an evil mayor.
2: I was but say I think a there's good a lot of mayor.
1: Th- I'd be a good mayor. I think a lot of the statements he says- when okay. you're uh, When you're a good guy, have great, uh, you know, kind of aspects to what he's saying. He's like going like, oh, uh, I got a lot of big plans for this place. In the heart of a good person, that sounds really exciting. But when you know he's a bad guy, you're like, oh, he means he's gonna do terrible things here.
2: All right, well then as mayor, what was the first thing you'd change in the town?
1: What do I change about the town? Yeah. I think what you get shown of the town is all the great aspects of it. So I think I would live into the great aspects and not try to change it. Basically, you get Agatha explaining the whole situation of why Halloween Town is where it's at and where the real world is where it's at. Is that way long ago in the Dark Ages, monsters and humans lived side by side. And the humans were fearful of monsters and tried to kill them. And so the monsters made their life miserable. And so the monsters decided to themselves, we're going to escape to a place where we can just enjoy ourselves and be on her own. So they got to Halloween Town. They created this magical place where they got to hold jobs in the bowling alley, bowling league. <laughs> so I would just be the mayor of just like keeping everything great. Just chill, mayor. Chill, mayor. Yeah.
2: Would you be human, like Cal, or a warlock, like Calabar?
1: I'd be down to be a warlock, Yeah. So all of us are agreed we would rather work in Halloween Town than live in the real world. Obviously. No. Obviously. No, no, no,
2: no. Don't. I don't agree. I do not agree with that at all.
1: I'd rather live in Tim
2: Allen's Christmas World, Santa Claus. Okay. okay. Because you did sand in the beginning, so.
1: That was my ghost. Oh, oh, oh. Oh ho ho, a ho, ghost.
2: Oh. A my improvement. Exactly.
1: Um, we always get towards the end here and talk about one of our favorite sections, tiddly bits. Show it. Tidbits. Show us, Tidbits. us the
2: bits of your tids.
1: And in honor of this movie, this tidbit section is brought to you by Disney Channel Original Movies. <laughs> mm. Uh, Thanks, B Thank you for everything
0: you gave me month after month after month in Just my childhood. Crazy release rate on those things. Absolutely it was, it was once insane. A month, right? once, once a month. Every Friday. They, they did Friday? like a year where it was once a month. And yeah. It was yep. nuts.
2: I remember watching, like, making sure we were home for that Friday. Like, it was great.
1: Yeah, you yeah. had to be. You had to watch it. So, shout outs to Horse Sense and Miracle in Lane 2 and Drink. The oh, Other Horse Sense Me. The other me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the DCOMs Luck of the Irish yeah, Luck of
0: the Irish 13th like 13 13 year Is it 13th year? 13th year was one, yeah Yeah, I like all the greats
1: What's the one with
2: Catherine Heigl? She switches bodies with her sister um, Lucky Stars
0: I can't remember Chucky
2: Lucky Charms I can't Don't remember. touch my Chucky fucking charms
0: Okay
1: <laughs> Anyway, so it's brought to you by all of those incredible decoms. The decoms of our childhood The decoms that made us the men and women we are today None of us here are women Well, for some of our listeners they might some be Some of our listeners you. are women uh, and so, tidbits. Thanks, Mom. What did y'all uncover? What are some juicy factoids? All right, movie? I got...
2: Mine aren't that juicy, so I'm going to go first. Okay, because I saw yours are going to be great, Bryce. Um, my, my first one was that the skeleton, the cab driver, was an animatronic robot. So that was yeah. pretty sweet, because I, like, I think that's one of the best things Disney has done. Ever? But I really do enjoy
0: that. Better Disney. than all the Marvel movies?
2: No, <laughs> no. I'm saying, like, theme park-wise. Yeah, no, no. Just, like, I know really what you I just mess with you. Guess the budget of this film.
0: A million dollars.
2: They wanted. They first pitched it as a twenty to thirty million dollar budget movie. Obviously, it wasn't too much
0: for a made-for-TV movie.
2: Yeah, four million dollars. Wow, still pretty high. No, that's Where's the normal. money going? Who's getting the most? With Debbie Reynolds. Debbie
1: Reynolds, for sure. Debbie Reynolds is getting the most money, but then I think there's a tremendous amount of prop work that we Yeah, yeah. yeah There's a lot
0: of props. So, like I mentioned, most of my tidbits are related to the late great Debbie Reynolds. Uh, so Debbie Reynolds is kind of like an old Hollywood actress. Her biggest role probably, besides obviously Halloween Town, is uh, she played the lead in Singing in the Rain, famously. Uh, she was also the voice of Charlotte in the animated Charlotte's Web movie from the 70s. Oh, I remember that. And then, of course, we mostly know her because she is Carrie Fisher's mom. Um, and oh, she yeah. famously passed away one day after Carrie Fisher. Mm. Um, so that's Debbie Reynolds. But there's a lot of, like, bat guys in this movie, like, watching and, like, are they in something else? Um, and usually the answer is no, they're not. But <laughs> some behind-the-camera folks, the director, who Cole mentioned earlier, Dwayne Dunham.
2: He, he, Dwayne yeah. the Rock Dunham?
0: Dwayne the Dwayne Rock Dunham. Dwayne the Rock Dunham, Had Dunham, some big credits on his resume. No. He is, yes, he was the editor on Return of the Jedi.
2: Oh, my God! <laughs> He is
0: the director of the television show Twin Peaks.
2: Wow. He Holy is the director God. of a
0: bunch of DCOMs as well as Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, and Little Giants. So All pretty right. much like a lot of movies. The person who composed the theme music was a member of the band Devo. His name is Mark. <laughs> Incredible. Mother's Bomb. No one of those movies so good. I know. Just the music in, was atrocious. Throwing fire. <laughs> also, sounds like a Devo song. <laughs> I also mentioned the... Uh, uh, flamethrower, hairdryer. Uh, according to Kimberly J. Brown, who plays Marnie, she burned her it, hand off. Apparently, it was a legit Wait, flamethrower, really? not a special effects. She was <laughs> like, "Yeah, it really like shot off fire," which seems dangerous. Did she still <laughs> act?
2: Which, did she go on to become an actress? She
0: was in a lot of Halloween Town movies. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she's kind of like the guy who played uh, Johnny Rico. He was only in the uh, yeah those movies. A yeah. lot of
1: the filmography for these actors is D- is, is decom and decom specific to Halloween Town. Yes.
0: Uh, my last tidbit is the Halloween Town set is in Saint Helens, Oregon. Uh, that's where it was filmed. And my cousin is there now. He's yeah, and they the have a picture. Halloween Town festival every October. So they try and recreate the set of Halloween Town and let people come visit, and they have all like the props and stuff. I'll pull so, up the photo now for the listeners. Yeah, the listeners would love to see that. Go ahead and show, show uh, us yeah, the picture. Let
2: me show them.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely for me a, a bit of the Halloween Town aesthetic that felt very Truman Show-esque. You know, was guys. Like Oh, yeah, sorry. For the viewers, listeners, he's showing you the photo right now.
2: There's City Hall.
1: Yep, there it there's is. There's the
2: pumpkin. It's black now.
1: Everyone is enjoying this.
2: Yep. Nice. Hey, Matt.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah. for giving it back to me. Uh, yeah, I think watching the movie, there's an aspect. Uh, it's cool that it's, in, it's said in Salem, Oregon, you said? Uh, no, St. Helens, Oregon. St. Helens, Oregon. Yeah. Salem, St. Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. No, that's cool to know. I think when I watched it, I thought it had some very, like, Truman Show vibes, like just this like kind of perfect picturesque town. Yeah. There's some weird crossover stuff. Like I don't know why they have like kind of these like um, <laughs> like English policemen like with like yeah. yeah, police hats and the batons but then yeah. it's like meant to be like this like very like America kind of art. Right. Know. It's kind of got the Americana. Colonial. Yeah, so yeah. like
0: <laughs> Americana like Bruce Springsteen's music. But then like the Swiss Royal Guard is also there for some reason. <laughs> right? Well because he's a costume. You know. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> a costume? genre. Yeah. Like Bruce Springsteen.
1: A funny tidbit that I have here for Judith Hogue, uh mm-hmm. who plays the mother in the movie. Uh, you might recognize Judith from another incredible 90s movie. Uh, she plays April O'Neil in the Teenage Ninja Turtle movie. Yes, dude. Oh, yeah. uh, she also plays Denise in Armageddon, yeah. uh, which is oh, a shout-out wow. to our friend Tim. It's his favorite
0: Favorite movie Favorite movie he? of all time for national disaster movies. He said it was his favorite disaster movie. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> she apparently had to miss the red carpet premiere of Armageddon because she was filming Halloween Town.
2: What an idiot. Well,
1: <laughs> got to work. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're proud to share those tidbits with you. Uh, we hope that you share tidbits with yourselves. Um, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> uh, but we always end, and uh, while well, it is a shame to depart Halloween Town so soon. No, it's not. We ask ourselves, does this movie belong in the junk drawer?
2: You know, Mario. I'm, I'm conflicted. I don't think it's good enough to be in the junk drawer. I honestly don't think it was hard to find. I had to rent it on Amazon.
0: The Disney Channel original movies are hard to find now, but with Disney Plus coming out, they're yeah. all going to be on Are there. they really? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great for future yeah. pods. No, um, we might just have to do this like, solo 10. spinoff yeah. pod of just Disney Channel movies. Yeah.
2: So for the first time ever... Literally, this
0: might just become a Disney Plus pod. That's not
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll do The Mandalorian, Star Wars... For the first time ever I'm going to say a movie that I thought was bad, I do not think it's a junk drawer movie. Wow. I do not think it's rewatchable. I don't think you have it on. You watch it once a year, and that's if you want to suffer through something shitty on Halloween time.
0: Uh, I think every Disney Channel original movie belongs to junk I think they're
2: way too niche.
0: I think, in my opinion, just a quick shout out, the superior junk drawer Halloween movie would have been Hocus Pocus.
2: I, th- I would have going to say Clue. It's not really Halloween, but, but it's like. It's Halloween, porn. adjacent. You think so? Yeah.
0: yeah. And Hocus Pocus is Disney as well, but that's
1: like Disney-like that's premiere. That's real it, legit Disney. Yeah, it. Disney 4 Theater. Uh, it's good as Yay, well. Dear. But I was definitely. We had had this conversation with uh, some friends of ours this past week, and this might be just a tease for future Junk Tour episodes. Uh, as we just got on the subject of DCOMs, Disney Channel, original movies, uh, and wanting to have a time where maybe in a future episode we'll go through and give you our absolute final take on what is the best Disney Channel movies
0: of all time and give us our power rankings of those movies. My list
2: will be blank.
0: I can't wait to just go. You're not going to have Brink on your list.
2: I will. I told Cole. I can't wait to just
0: go through Disney Plus whenever it comes out and just watch infinity Disney Channel movies. That's going to be great. For Um, $7.99 a
2: month? Yes, please.
1: And so for me, I also see it going in the junk drawer. And I also, maybe specifically for this movie of DCOMs in general, I see it almost even existing in like a seasonal junk drawer. Like as the Halloween times roll out, they put this next to Hocus Pocus, next to a lot of just these kind of See, fun, I family friendly Casper
0: the Friendly Ghost. You
2: yeah, know Cap- why you can't find this one? Because they didn't make a DVD.
0: Because it's made for TV movies.
1: It's
2: a VHS only. It's made for TV. I don't think... You, where would you find it?
0: When it played on on television. Yeah, that was the only time you could watch it. No, I'm saying no. Remember when life was like that? Like, if no, it wasn't <laughs> on TV, you couldn't that's watch it. That's what I'm
2: it. saying. You, well, you'd rent it. But I'm saying you can't... But even, you
0: couldn't rent these movies.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how, how can we put this in a junk drawer, then?
0: When they make physical copies of it. You think they will? Yeah. I don't
2: know. So anyway. if you're clamoring to see this. If you're clamoring
1: to see this, or if you're clamoring to see Team Pup and Suds, give us a shout out at askthejunkdrawer at gmail.com.
0: You can hit us up on Twitter, which is at junk underscore pod. We shortened it. We threw out some underscores. So it's now just at junk underscore pod.
2: Damn. The at sign,
0: junk underscore pod. That's right.
2: Not the uh, word underscore, the little logo, the yes. little
0: symbol. Yes, obviously. That's yes. what we meant.
2: Or you can reach us on our landlines or, or pager. You got like a bank phone? Nope. Like a like exactly. a pay phones?
1: Nope. <laughs> so wherever you find yourself on this Halloween Eve or whenever you're listening to it, I hope you enjoy it.
2: <laughs>
1: and I hope wherever you are, you enjoy yourself by getting a little bit of bubble bubble, toil, and trouble. Gotcha! Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Junk Drawer Podcast. If there's a movie that you want to hear us talk about, then please reach out to us at askthejunkdrawer at gmail.com. See you next time.